You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is, uh, it, it is a privilege and an honor to get to check in with our missionaries around the world to hear how the Lord is using them and also uh, how things like the, the pandemic are impacting the mission. And uh, today we get to check in with the Reverend Charles St. Arne. She's area facilitator uh, for the Latin America and Caribbean region, um, but located in Quebec. And so Pastor St. Arne, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. It's my pleasure. Tell us about the the areas that you serve in Latin America and the Caribbean. I'm specifically working with Pastor Ted Cray, who's our regional director for all of the region, and I help him with the supervision of Puerto Rico, Jamaica, the Cayman Islands, and Haiti. Uh, so sometimes I call them the, the unusual parts of Latin America, uh, Haiti because it's Creole and French speaking, Jamaica and the Caymans are English speaking, uh, and Puerto Rico is actually part of the United States, so it's not really international. And then, of course, I'm based in Montreal, Quebec, which is the the Arctic portion of Latin America, uh, the French portion. <laughs> so it's all kind of the unusual parts that we weren't quite sure what to do with and said, hey, Pastor Sian, did you look after these places? That That's amusing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so- it, it- so uh, how, uh, as area, um, what is it, area facilitator, um, what is actually, what does that actually mean? Do you, do you, uh, go back and forth between these places, uh, overseeing things? What, what do you actually get to, to do on a, on a day-to-day basis? Well, normally I would be, uh, a lot of my <laughs> time would be taken in, in traveling down to the Caymans where we have a single congregation, Safe Harbor Lutheran Church. They have actually been vacant since 2017. So part of my responsibility there is supervising the work, uh, and making sure that they have interim pastors. A lot of retired pastors have volunteered to serve there. Uh, we actually have a couple right now, Pastor Ron and his wife, Gail Hoddle from California. So I have been working with them on trying to figure out uh, how to get them back to the United States. Um, Jamaica, we have an Alliance missionary from Nigeria who serves there, Pastor Abat Ite. One of our primary concerns with them right now during this epidemic um, is his wife, Abbas Afrique, who uh, has been on weekly, biweekly dialysis for a, a number of years now and making sure that she's able to keep getting that treatment, even as Jamaica is also under a lockdown. And then, uh, as many people might know, the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod has a a large disaster response effort in Puerto Rico. I was actually in Puerto Rico uh, March 13th, 14th, and 15th for our annual partners meeting. And the theme of that meeting was responding to disasters. And as Mm -hmm. we were talking about the earthquake and the hurricane, this whole disaster sort of befell the entire world. And so in some ways, it was an interesting experience. A lot of our worship focused on how we used to come from the mainland to Puerto Rico to talk about how to respond to the disaster there. Now we're all part of the disaster to a certain mm. extent. And, and so um, it's it's a way of developing some empathy for people. Uh, and then, of course, my home base is here in Montreal, Quebec, where I serve as the mission pastor to Ascension Lutheran Church, which is an LCMS congregation that's been here for over 90 years. And so most of my work here in Montreal has been virtual, um, with the exception of Sunday services. 
Um, so what we've basically had to do now is kind of go completely virtual where our Sunday worship and Bible studies are done online. This week for Holy Week, we'll be doing a evening service online every night of the week at seven o'clock. And uh, we're going to try something really new. We're going to do an Easter vigil service, which we've never done before. And it's going to try and pull together not just Ascension Lutheran Church, but also some of our English Lutheran mission communities in the Cayman Islands, Safe Harbor, uh, and also in Belize. And we're going to have um, missionaries from basically around our region doing the readings at the beginning of the Easter Vigil Service. So what's basically happened in terms of, of my mission work is uh, it's taken the travel out of it but I'm still able to be in touch with our missionaries and our people around the Caribbean virtually, which is what I was doing before. And it's actually provided us a lot of new opportunities to reach out to people here in Quebec that we didn't necessarily have before. We're learning from other missionaries that using uh, technology for uh, connecting virtually is has been a regular part of your work. What uh, advice do you have for the rest of us who are now learning how to use this technology um, to connect and have some sense of virtual community to connect with one another as part of uh, the ministry that the Lord has given us? Uh, what advice do you have for us who are new, new uh, adopters of this technology for this work? Well, I would say to people who are new adopters, maybe because uh, this is a whole new world to them, even apart from Sundays and Wednesdays and other times, uh, a, a little quip that a former member of mine shared on Facebook. Um, he, he basically said, all of the older adults are looking at this saying, how do I get the microphone? or not? How's the camera work? And can I stream YouTube? And can I stop it on the TV? <laughs> Meanwhile, all of the children in the house are saying, we have been waiting for this moment our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I think, if we want to look at the, the silver lining, is an opportunity that the Lord is giving us to recognize that there is an entire generation that interacts with each other virtually. Um, and we can poo-poo it and we can downplay it and say, we're never going to go that path. It's not Christian. It's not appropriate. Maybe we're all being forced to recognize that as much as it might not be a replacement for in-person communion, which of course it's not, it is the way a lot of our young people are interacting with each other. And they're one of the largest unchurched groups in North America. So if you're not comfortable with some of this technology, it's, it's kind of, you're, you're now all becoming missionaries. Um, when a missionary goes to another country that speaks a different language, has a different culture, there's these moments of, of discomfort, culture shock, we call it, where there's this res dis disconsonance between the way we want to operate and the way we're being forced to operate. That's kind of what's happening to an older generation in our church body right now, where they're going through the culture shock of saying, if I really want to reach these people, I'm going to have to use these tools to do it. And in the same way that the Lord forced the early church out of Jerusalem through persecution to go out to places like Antioch and share the gospel, we're sort of being forced out onto the internet to find a way to share the gospel with people that where that's the only place to communicate with each other. So it's going to be uncomfortable. That's okay. Deal with the uncomfort. Um, it, it's going to feel strange that's okay. We missionaries have to learn to deal, to deal with strange. Um, but it is going to be a means of sharing the gospel, I believe, with people that otherwise might not have come across it. And that's what mission work is all about. 
speaking of of young people and using the internet what is uh what has family life been like for you uh in quebec what is what is uh the just being being a part of this pandemic yourself with your family what is what has that family like life been like for you over the last couple of weeks well um dad namely me uh <laughs> is often away 10 to 14 days a month um, and so there has been a tremendous blessing of me being here at the house day in, day out for three weeks straight. Um, in some ways, that's a culture shock in and of itself. We're all learning to adjust <laughs> to the fact that uh, dad's suitcases have been put away and he's spending a lot more time uh, in the evenings with us. Um, we've had to reconfigure my office into basically a worship space. So now we have uh, our digital pianos set up in my office. Uh, the kids have chairs behind the digital piano. We sort of all scrunch in here for our virtual worship services uh, that we have about you know, 45 people joining in to every, every Sunday. Um, we're blessed to have a company in Quebec, Videotron, that um, has outstanding internet and mobile services. Uh, maybe you can ask for an endorsement from them. Uh, but they were one of the first companies to offer uh, unlimited internet to all of their customers. Uh, mostly Internet Canada is, is metered, uh, but they went ahead and took off all those restrictions. So we're able to use the internet to full advantage. Uh, sometimes we've got two girls doing online school, my wife on an online Bible study, and I'm on a Zoom meeting, and uh, our internet has held up so far. But um it's uh, it's just a challenge of being so close to the same four people. It's kind of like being astronauts. Um, we're we're in the space shuttle, and this is we're going to keep doing the orbits until we're allowed to re-enter and land. <laughs> well, I do hope that means that we will hear more uh, great hymns from the Saint Ange family as well this year on, uh, in this virtual world. Mm -hmm. We're working on it. We, we love to share different French hymns with everybody at Christmas. And uh, maybe we'll get a jump start on that and, and get working on something early this year. <laughs> That's right. No excuses this year. You've got all kinds of time to prepare. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, that certainly paints a picture for us of how this has impacted your community and the, the communities that you serve with uh, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod and International Mission. Um, in the days ahead, how can we pray for you and those that, that, that you're serving and, and leading an international mission? I, I do hear comments sometimes from people that say, well, you know, uh, obviously there's a lockdown, there's a pandemic. Uh, maybe we don't need missionaries out in the field. And I would say, um, pray for us that we're encouraged uh, by people rather than discouraged. Um, because the reality is the need is greater now than it was a month ago. And I think it's only going to be greater in the days ahead. The level of anxiety in our communities is high. And uh, those are times when people start looking for answers. And you want to have your missionaries in place so that when they go looking for those answers, they hear the gospel. They hear about Christ. Um, just pray, pray for all of us who are separated from families. Uh, my wife is American. Her parents live in Ohio. Um, they can't uh, see each other at all. Um, the border is shut down and, and Deb's not able to travel the United States. So there's, there's anxiety that's associated with that. Um, even though my mom lives in another Canadian province, um, our borders are shut down as well. So I can't go and visit her. So just pray for those of us who are really separated now for real. Um, we can't even get on a plane if we wanted to. And so we just have to put our trust in the Lord. 
Um, and then pray for all the people that we're going to be interacting with, with the gospel, um, that they would be open to hearing it and learning more about Christ through our work. The Reverend Charles St. Ange, area facilitator for the Lutheran Church, Missouri, Ascended, serving in Latin America and the Caribbean, located in Quebec. Pastor St. Ange, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and sharing your story with us today. It's a great pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.